everyone, it's Zoe again, the CEO and founder of Necessary Behavior. Today I'm here with London and Bethany, and we will be talking about cartoon theories. Some of these are whack, some of these are really cool, and I'm just really excited to see where we go with these. Hey guys, it's Bethany, uh, super pumped about our cartoon theories episode. I tried to find us some good ones. Let's get fucking weird. Hey guys, it's London. I'm super excited for this episode because cartoon theories are some of my fave. So I'm excited to get into it. Woo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was just such a pathetic little woo. Um, anyways, before we like really dive deep into things, uh, what are y'all smoking? I got my old faithful bong over here. She's full of some, I want to say it's cherry pie. Cherry pie is either this one or the last one I had. But this one's like one of my nicer kinds. It was like 45 for an eighth. Nice. It's all right. Um, I'm going to be straight up and say that I don't know. But the only reason is because I took this from my mom's stash. Don't do this if you don't know or <laughs> trust the person. Do not smoke stuff you don't know and don't know what it is, you guys. But I trust my mom. She's fine. She's like bougie and gets all all her shit from a dispensary anyway because not you you don't have to keep this in but um because we're in maryland and it's like technically legal unless you have a medical card she gets it through like the medical thing anyway so i know it's safe but anyways don't smoke shit you don't know i love that um also such a good reminder really adventurous i so i have a bit of a story behind mine um, I accidentally made like 10 friends this weekend. Okay, right? Isn't that fucking crazy? That never happens. <laughs> um, so anyways, I was out washing my car and by washing, I was literally just spraying my car with a hose and like hoping that like it got clean and it did. It was very effective. Um, but anyways, and I saw down the street from me, there was a little like yard sale with some like really, really, really cute clothes. So I was like, okay, you know what? That looks like fun. The people, it was like 10 people who were like selling all of their things and they all had like cute little like martini glasses, whatever. So I walked over and picked up a couple cute items and then you know, introduce myself as a neighbor and I hadn't met this person before yet. And they were like, oh my God, let's get neighbor Zoe a blunt. And I was like, that's very generous. That's a lot. And she's like, oh, here. She's like, I have the perfect thing for you. And she pulled out, it looked like a little cigarette pack. It was so cute. And now I'm like, just before this, I was looking up deals because I want to go get some. Um, they're called Higgs. And they're just little pre-rolled joints, and they're so cute. Um, and they're very, very good, very tasty. Um, and yeah, so that's what I have today. Thank you from, thanks to my neighbor, um, who I also did say, I hope at least maybe she'll remember it. I don't know. Um, she was like, oh, let me follow the podcast, because I was literally telling her, like, I need something new to smoke. Uh, so that's, that's what I have. And that's my story. Apparently it gets, you can have a delivery. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, thanks neighbor. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Sponsored by Higgs and my neighbor, Emily. But anyways, long story short, I ended up hanging out with these people until 
4.30 in the morning, having the time of my fucking life, drinking champagne and Chambord, and it was a great time. So, Party. yeah, now I have a ton of friends, a new weed, and, um, oh, and they invited me to join this little club that they have called the Pot Club, P-A-W-T Club, um, where it's dogs and pot, and I'm very excited for that. Love it. That sounds amazing. So, yeah. You're like, that and checks I'm off jealous. both my interests. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. I'm literally so jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> um when we have an nb meetup we'll have an nb pot club meetup we'll do we'll do a Love thing it. or maybe we could do our own pot club at nb um okay so that story time aside thanks for listening what are what were your favorite cartoons growing up i loved all like very obviously queer cartoons um, but I just, I don't know. What were your faves? I'm SpongeBob was my shit, girl. Man. I love cartoons even to this day. Mm-hmm. I love SpongeBob and I love Phineas and Ferb, and those are my favorites. And I would die on those hills, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Phineas and Ferb was fire too. Underappreciated. So I feel like good. Phineas and Ferb gets underrepresented. Like SpongeBob gets the hype it's like it deserves, but like Phineas and Ferb needs more love out there. I love Phineas and Ferb so much. I'm so annoying. I'll like find Phineas and Ferb TikToks and I'll send them to my one friend who knows about my obsession. And it's like, I don't know, <laughs> just to bother her. I'm just well, like, now look you can at send them. Now you can send them to the meme chat and we know about your obsession too. Thank you. It's like, I'm always down. I'm like, this is like niche content. I want everyone to be able to enjoy it, but you need to vibe with Phineas and Ferb. So, God, Phineas and Ferb is so fucking good. Yeah, more recently, I've got theories about like, Phineas and Ferb too. You know what? But Courage the Cowardly Dog is also so fucking good. I just remember right? that from the so good. I was I a coward. Like... So you guys know how I don't watch scary movies now as an adult. That was like always. And you a know thing. we love the scary. So when I was little, me. they'd turn on <laughs> they'd turn on Courage, and I'd be like, No, 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 not today, Satan. Like okay, mm-hmm, but I'm not Courage the Cowardly fiend. Dog is like. Yeah, like Courage the Cowardly Dog is like actually fucking scary. Like oh, not like so like it's scary, like, scary. Did you? Yeah. No, it's so like it has the like perfect creepy vibe. Like nobody, I feel like there's no one who can watch that and be like that. Sh- that like shit's not fucked up. Like that shit's uh, scary. That shit's chilling. Literally. That so shit's chilling. I, feel like I like remember an episode to this day. I am today is that I used to go like I would watch Courage the Cowardly Dog like as I was falling asleep. Like no, that was that's definitely always the best plain, time to watch like creepy right? content is before you go to sleep. That yeah, probably, that's probably why I I am the way I am too. You it's guys like, are you need to watch masochists. that before you go to sleep and like kind of creepy like scare yourself and like yeah. I used to love to fucking scare myself. When Fuck I was younger. you guys. No, it doesn't fucking scare me. But when I was younger, <laughs> I would do shit on purpose. Like I don't I don't know. Um. So I want to bring up some of my faves. Um. I have like. I have, like, general favorites, but, like, there, I don't know, there are some shows, like, I think of, like, Teen Titans, where, like, I really only watched it for Raven. Yeah. Um, so funny. <laughs> Didn't well, we Raven's all? Good, but it's good. <laughs> exactly. But Raven's really I couldn't good. choose between Raven or Cyborg. I was like, I don't know who I'm here for, but it's one of them. Honestly, Cyborg, my heart. I love. 
Right? Just a good, sweet himbo. Honestly. Um, I know. I Who know. doesn't love a good himbo? I don't know himbo. why Beast Boy does it for me, but... <laughs> No, I respect that. I, I respect wanna... a Beast Boy love. <laughs> I don't want to be that bitch, but... Hey, weren't Beast you the Boy one talking shit on furries the last sense, episode? Though. I know, and look at me. Here I am. <laughs> when we started hypocrite. looking at those dildos, though, the ones that were made from, like, the dragon shit, I was looking into oh it, so... Secret furry. I'm figuring <laughs> out. You guys are Yeah, so all of our furries <laughs> who were offended last episode, no, this is the truth. <laughs> London, a furry. You heard it here, I love folks. That for me. <laughs> but don't tell anyone. I, I feel I wouldn't tell anyone. It's a secret. So don't tell anyone. Okay. She Only says on a public podcast. <laughs> podcast listeners, this is a secret between me and you. Thank you. I think I'm Hannah Montana. That's who I think I am. <laughs> oh my god. This is how she returned back to the city, but no one ever told everyone. Does that make sense? Did you get that yes. joke? Okay, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, growing up, creepy was another one of my faves. Um, Danny Phantom, honestly. Yes, yeah. Danny Phantom. That's so good. Okay, let's talk about that traumatizing shit right there. Motherfucker's like fifteen and like half dead. Like that's traumatizing. Know, that Danny, go to fucking therapy. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, and Could then- you imagine being that therapist though? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he shows up and he's like hey anyways so i'm kind of dead kind of not but i kind of also my parents want to kill me because i'm kind of dead yeah but not, but not. um and know. then yeah uh it's all complicated again, his life is complicated as hell <laughs> it really is another one of my faves okay. um is totally spies <laughs> But Totally Spies, I feel like, oh, is yeah. just, like, a good, like, feel-good, you know, like, ass-kicking show, you know? There's nothing really to it. I wasn't really ever into it. There's no good it. theories anyways, I, really, I don't think. I really struggled with some of those, like, teeny girl, like, shows, because I never, like, related to them in any way. Uh... I watched a lot of, like, cartoon superhero shows growing up, though. Like, mm. watch some X-Men, watch some Batman, shit like that. See, I feel like I wasn't in car- into cartoons when I was younger, but I was as I got older. And I don't know what that development is, but... I just, I watched so much Oh, I have so a lot of cartoons Cartoon I like Network. now, too. Like... Okay, so 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 many. Like I feel like because cartoon I'm more into it, especially. I feel like I didn't appreciate Cartoon Network shows when I was younger too, like as much as I should have. Because I was definitely a Disney girl. See, and I was too, but like Disney was one channel away from Cartoon Network, and anytime that like Disney, like I didn't like something on Disney, it was like Powerpuff Girls, fucking uh, oh, what Powerpuff else? Powerpuff Girls. Grim Adventures of, oh uh, my god. Uh, Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy, yes. Thank so you. So good. And who's trying to call me? And, uh, like, Blue's Home for Imaginary Children. And, like, there's so many in that group that I just, I love. I love. Some of them kind of annoyed me, though. But, like, honestly, most of them, because Disney didn't really ever do cartoons, you know? I know. I feel like yeah, I, went to, okay, like I, feel like I just went to movies. Teen Nick pretty early on in my childhood. 
Like, I would yeah. go from Disney to, like, Team Nick because I was, like, 10 oh, watching Oh, I was Degrassi. all about Nickelodeon. And I feel like that was my shit. Dude, Team, <laughs> team Nick shows were, like, terrible, like, but that so was my good. Shit. Uh, I was all about Nick. I love, like, SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, like, all that shit. I was a Nickelodeon girl. Avatar. <gasps> Jimmy Neutron. I, feel like I Avatar is an important invention. Jimmy Ooh, Neutron. Oh, my God. His little, like, hair. It's just a little... Brain blast! <laughs> Him and his and Timmy's crossover was so iconic. Oh, my God. For no Actually, reason. Jimmy, Timmy, power <sighs> hour. Crossovers were so iconic. I miss those days. Iconic. I want to see... I want to watch a good crossover And then Fairly Odd Parents they probably didn't age somehow. well. I feel like some of them didn't age well, and I want to see that. Because I feel like Disney did you know, that shit a so lot. You know, so I've watched, I watched some of the older shows, because I watch cartoons a lot with Ezra, so she's like on all the kid channels. And I feel like the episodes that came out when we were kids aged well, what I don't think aged well was the shows themselves. So, like, old Spongebob episodes and old Fairly Odd Parents episodes are still, like, hold up. But when I watch the new ones, I'm like, this is fucking garbage. Some of the new ones are so garbage, though. So, like, on Fairly Odd Parents, Fair. Timmy Turner has to share Cosmo and Wanda now. What? It's like the whole Ew. premise of the show. They changed the song. The song was different. They need to end because that and SpongeBob. Was like they should have f- been ended it. I didn't even know that yeah, there honestly, were new Fairly Odd Parents episodes. Like, they're what? about to make a new yeah. movie, a new live action movie. I saw the uh, I saw a screenshot of it. The white guy playing Timmy looks like one of my friends. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> when talking about cartoon theories, uh, it's important to mention that Scooby Doo has like an obscene amount of cartoon theories, and I kind of just shuffled it down to like three. But it probably has something to do with the fact the show's been on since like the sixties. So, I've actually got a few interesting ones here. Um, the first one I have here is that the theory is that Scooby-Doo is about kids dodging the draft. The cartoon mystery franchise never really explained why a ragtag, ragtag group of four dissimilar teenagers decided to travel in a van to a no-known destination. As the show premiered in 1969, the same year as the height of the Vietnam War, the Scooby gang is driving to Canada to escape the draft. The theory posits that the clean-cut Fred was drafted, but ran away to be with his fiancée Daphne. Hippie Shaggy and activist Velma joined them as they both opposed the war as well. I think this tracks. That tracks. Oh yeah, the teens continuously appear throughout several different decades and never change. They still wear their, like, 1960s get-ups. Like, no matter what year it is. Uh, and so they are a group of traveling spirits who hunt from town to town, exposing fake ghosts. Uh, it explains why they always end up in really weird locations and never seem to accept money for their work. I don't like this one. I don't like, I don't like any... Okay, one. not that I don't like any I feel theory. like there was less like backing, most... too. Most theories that's like, oh, they're all dead or they're all just ghosts are like, they're not very well thought out and they're very like, okay, for everything, there's a like dead theory and it's like, okay, everybody can't be dead all the time. 
Not everyone's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of uncreative. I mean, it would be interesting if they were ghosts, because ghost hunting is what they did. But I agree. I don't feel like this one holds as much water. I totally thought the draft dodging had, like, more logic behind it. And the ghosts one is kind of just like, they don't age. And that's, like, all cartoons, you know? And I, I think yeah. that Scooby-Doo is anti-police <laughs> propaganda, and I love to see it. Yeah, love it or anti-war. I don't. I don't mind the. I don't mind the draft dodging either. I think that one's kind of sexy, actually. They're like, yeah, we're draft dodging hippies that are like anti-war activists, and we solve crimes because fuck the police. My favorite theory. I don't know if this is a real theory or if it's just my theory. I've never looked it up. It's just my theory that SpongeBob is just. I feel like I've seen it somewhere too, though. But that SpongeBob is like anti-capitalist propaganda because that show shits on capitalism. I've so, seen it's like that before. So hard all like, the time. It's so, much sense. It's all the so time. like dramatic in its portrayal Mr. of like Krabs is like all of the, it. The epitome of capitalism. Like it literally is so over dramatic. Like, and they have like, like how can it not? And shit. Yeah, like come on, you. And I feel like. That kind of tracks to, like, why some people might not let their p- kids watch Spongebob when they're younger. Because I know a lot of people I'd that actually just heard... to watch Spongebob. Yeah. Uh, I'd heard that a, lo- a reason a lot of adults didn't like Spongebob ended up being because they didn't like the way it poked fun about how they had to live their daily lives. Like, it really pokes at the nonsense yes. of being an adult and a nonsense of being a slave to capitalism. And a lot of grownups just did not like I think dealing with that. They're SpongeBob. like, oh, that, that show's stupid. I think that literally explains why I'm the way I am. I love SpongeBob so much and I watch it so much. And I'm like, that show fucking brainwashed Dude, me. Dude. Like, that's why I'm on here every had, week like, going, like, capitalism toys. bad. Like, capitalism <laughs> bad. It's because of SpongeBob. I'm saying it here and I'm saying it now. Not to. Allegedly. There's a lot of content. Don't sue me, the creators <laughs> of SpongeBob, but allegedly. <laughs> There's a lot of content that I look back on now as an adult and I'm like, oh, this is why I am the way I am. And SpongeBob definitely was one of those, I would say. Yeah, like, I, I was watch toys. I like, still stuff, watch SpongeBob like, like daily to this day. I'm like, there's no way this isn't the reason that I hate capitalism because the way they shit on it is so. Like, SpongeBob's the reason why I'm like, no. But yeah, SpongeBob is absolutely anti capitalist. Absolutely. Um, we've got, if we want to keep on that Nickelodeon trend, we got our Rugrats one too. <gasps> I actually like this one. Now, I feel like this one's notorious or infamous, shall I really say. Because I feel like everyone's heard this one, but we're going to go through it anyway. Um, So there's this theory that all of the babies, except like Baby Dill, are really all figments of Angelica Pickle's imagination. And because they all like died. Uh, the theory says uh, Chucky died in childbirth with his mother. Uh, Tommy was a stillborn and Phil and Lil were actually one child of an unknown gender that was aborted by their parents. Uh, it presumably explains personality traits of each parent in the show and why no one ever bothers to keep an eye on their children. The only baby that is supposedly real is Dill and the theory even claimed that Angelica like hit him and that's why his head's all like fucked up in the show. Uh, when he wasn't acting like the other, like, imaginary babies. So, 
I actually think that was just one of those times in the internet phase where we were just really into being dark for no fucking reason. I don't really feel like there's a lot to back this. <laughs> I kind of agree with that, but I think it's so much fun that someone created, like, came up with that whole theory. It's one of the, like, they're all not alive theories that I, like, kind of like because just of just how creative it is. And I feel like everyone's heard of this one, too. Like, when you talk about crazy cartoon theories, like, I feel like most people have heard this crazy-ass one. So, obviously, it made, like, some sort of impact. But, uh, I don't buy it. Um, there is an alternative version. Oh, no, you can go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I just think it's really interesting that, like, like, the death stories per each child. Like, Chucky died with his mom. Tommy was a stillbirth. Phil and Lil being fucking abortions. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like out oh, of and all actually, of the ways that a baby the, could die. <laughs> in the I think in the original like version of the post too, it's like even said in a way that's like more anti abortion too. I think the way I have Yikes. it on here is like less I think mine's more to the point. I feel like the one I read was actually a little more like we're killed in an abortion, you know? Like some shit like yeah. that. Slight propaganda there. I see it. I yeah, see it. where it was like, Oh, so you know, um, there is an alternative, however, where they're just imaginary friends because Angelica feels a little neglected by her business-oriented mother and her dad with her relation... There, blah, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, and her relationship with her dad is kind of superficial at best. So, like, they're just, like, imaginary friends to play with. So nobody dead. I like that one more, but I That's also nicer, feel like... But... I feel like it's just shitting on Angelica's mom for like a little knowing, bit, but this one yeah, I kind of like. Heard that. This one, this one kind of explains a little bit with uh, since her, but it's both her parents. It's not just her mom. Uh, yeah. It's her dad too, because uh, he's like kind of just like Aloof not really invested. At best, yeah, he's kind of shallow. Like, he it's so like... superficial. I feel like that's like the best description. Um, but it says, since her relationship is mostly non-existent with her parents, the only time they show any kind of emotion toward her is typically when they're disciplining her, which to a child neglected mind just comes off as being cruel. Uh, she imagines her little imaginary friends as babies because she needs someone that she can be an authority figure with because that's the only relationship she understands. Oh, man, that's harsh. Aww. That kind like, of that makes a lot of sense, but yeah. That's yeah, I'm like, tracks. that actually makes more sense. Like, at first, I was like, well, I feel like both of them are kind of reaching, but no, that one, okay. Damn, Angelica. And you know what? Kids totally make up imaginary friends all the time. And she probably wasn't like, I'm being neglected. She was probably just like, a baby would be a good idea. I'm going to yell at it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Did we want to stay on the Nickelodeon track? Or do we want to jump uh, around? What else do we have from the Nickelodeon? We have, we have a couple for Fairly Odd Parents. Ooh. Cosmo and Wanda are said to be Timmy's antidepressants. And in the theory, it's... Um, what's his teacher's name? Do you remember? Mr. Crocker. Oh, Mr. Crocker is said to be his therapist. And he's trying to get the antidepressants away from Timmy because he doesn't want him to rely on them so much and that's why he's like obsessed with the fairies and I don't know I really like that theory I think it's really interesting and it kind of makes sense because 
Timmy would be depressed. Obviously, we know Timmy's depressed. That's like the premise. But like for him to like imagine these fairies and like there's the whole idea that the fairies go away after a certain time. But like then it kind of gets dark because it's like Timmy never gets better because he still has his fairies even as he grows up. So that's dark. But I do like the idea that like, I don't know. I like the darker theories. So I like that one. Yeah, I feel like also cartoon theories lean heavy on like someone having schizophrenia. And I Yeah, right? I yes, hate especially, that. I really there's one for Phineas and Ferb. There's yeah. one for Phineas and Ferb yeah. with Candace having oh, yeah, schizophrenia. Yeah, like Candace is crazy. And that's why her mom <laughs> never sees any of the boys inventions and there's probably one that goes Hold further to say like the boys don't Ferb exist. One. Like, you can look it up. I feel like, but that's a big one that she <laughs> has schizophrenia. I feel like, yeah. I don't know if they go as far like, as to say they don't exist, but I feel like that's probably one, or you could say that they don't exist and they probably died and she's imagining this because her brother's that, like, I could totally and that's why see Summer being one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, I have I could... a whole page of Phineas and Ferb fucking theories right here. So I had my own personal Phineas and Ferb theory I wanted to share. But I wanted to find that Candace's crazy one. So this one's here. Uh, so the this Phineas and Ferb imagination theory says the real Candace has lost her mind due to bad things happening in her life. This theory claims that Phineas was her little brother and he was, he was bullied a lot in school because the other kids thought he was too nerdy. One day, a bully punched Phineas in the head really hard and it killed him. Um... Candace couldn't deal with Phineas's death, so she built an imaginary world where he was still alive. Um, so she <laughs> so she built an imaginary world where he was still alive and playing with her stepbrother Ferb. Ferb has a disability and can't talk or do much, but she imagines him and Phineas going on great adventures together. The real reason why her mother can't see that Phineas and Ferb built or can't see what Phineas and Ferb build is that they simply aren't there. And the more Candace tries to convince her mother, the more crazy she becomes. The evil Dr. Doofenshmirtz is actually Candace's psychologist, whom she's seeing twice a week. Um, why? How? How are you getting that one? I don't know. That's, that's why... I think that's just, like, why he's there in these random stories she's coming up with. Is that he's Girl, her doctor. That's Perry's, so that's like, Perry's schizophrenia, like not hers. <laughs> <laughs> No, literally, if anything. I so ended up yeah. on like Doofenshmirtz, Doofenshmirtz, uh, like Stan TikTok there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And it was literally just like talking about how like That's he a great just, place to be. he's, he's got like some, some tendencies. <laughs> but like overall, he's like a really good person. And like you think about it too, and it's like, he really is he like really all the is. shit that he like, like tries to do he, like, for Vanessa and all of that. Yeah. There's just, yeah. He's a bad guy. Not a bad guy. <laughs> exactly. He's got some misguided um, so speaking, things, thoughts, but speaking of doofenshmirtz, there's another one here. And what's funny is I've heard my sister say this when we watched the show. So it's funny that it's a real theory Wait, you have a, and it's that doofenshmirtz. Yeah. Is she older or younger? I'm the baby. I'm the baby. 
I'm the youngest of five. What the fuck? Really? I said I grew up Mormon Catholic. What the fuck do you think? I'm an only I, child? You know, the trucks. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about okay. That right there answers that question. <laughs> Bethany, okay. sorry so to interrupt this you. Firm. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> I'll just start that part again. Bloopers. Um, so this theory is called the real dad theory and says that Doofenshmirtz is Phineas's real dad. Now, part of this is because they're, they're the only two characters with that triangle-shaped head. They both are triangles. But also because there's a day, there's an episode where... Dr. Doofenshmirtz goes on a date with Phineas's mom in a car and like they park it. I love this. So let me see. I'll I'll read. I'll read it off. I'll read it off. It might track better because I'm just kind of describing. Um, Firstly, being the son of a scientist explains why Phineas is so intelligent. It also answers why they appear to have infinite funds, possibly because of a trust fund or similar that Phineas has access to. Uh, Phineas also appears to have little to no care towards any side effects caused from their creations. The giant roller coaster that goes through town would have caused multiple crashes. Hold on, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's low-key evil is what they're trying to say, because he just doesn't give a fuck. Uh, possibly a hereditary defect from Doofin Daddy. Oh my god, I love that. Doofin Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it is possible that Perry's mission is solely to prevent the meeting of father and son. If they were to meet, the two geniuses could wreak havoc together, especially because Phineas has a very multiple young mind. And also, Phineas is uh, better at it than Dr. Doofenshmirtz is. So I feel like if they made Phineas e- evil, like, the world would just be ended. Like, Doofenshmirtz is just like, I'm going to fuck up the tri-state area, but Phineas would just be like, oh, I rule the world now. It's whatever. <laughs> there's, yeah, I true. think there's also an episode this kind of makes it track even though I don't like this theory and I, I like it but I don't agree with it Um, I think there's an episode where they kind of allude to Phineas being evil for like a second as like a joke Um, so yeah I, I feel see like that. that's kind of sometimes but oh and in the early episodes his personality was just much more aggressive I think they softened him up a lot very quickly because they realized that Phineas like I was I'm really about to show myself like my show my true colors but the other day I was just watching the like first draft of the Phineas and Ferb sketch outline thing and I was watching the video and it showed Phineas and I remembered in the first couple episodes he was kind of rude and he was being really rude to Isabella so (coughs) yeah he gets nicer later (coughs) but I don't I don't agree with I see it tracks because the timeline is messy i've always been because they make phineas and ferb stepbrothers but they show like um when they show that what's their parents meet it's like a very weird timeline but they don't have a good date she leaves so but maybe she calls him up for some Mm-hmm. And then, or they, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Just, you, know. you know, sometimes you uh huh with the bad dates because you don't yeah, care about seeing. I get them. it. <laughs> but then they have two children. Like not fuck up once, but fuck up twice with just a. Oh no! I didn't know. think Candace was his too. I just assumed Phineas. I'm assuming but she got a different baby daddy for every one. I feel like the plot tracks for like Candace 
I think Candace and Phineas are full siblings and that Ferb is the only... As far as they know. That's true. Lindana wanted to have fun, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes. God. Oh my God. You just made me relive a moment. Oh my God. (laughs) (sighs) Amazing. Okay. I don't. We can't spend our whole day on Phineas. I don't like that for him. So I don't know if this is ever something confirmed by the show. So this is either something that's confirmed by the show or it's a theory. So I don't know. But my thought is like Perry just there because he's like trying to. He's gonna recruit Phineas and Ferb one of these days. Like, is he, like, why else would this random spy be, like, settled in this random suburban home that just happens to have genius children that do random scientific things? Like, is he there to, Does like, Perry snipe know them that and, he like... them, though? Yes, he knows! He was on that crazy roller coaster, episode one! Oh, yeah, he's right. there. That's he's right. always there in the morning, too. He's always there, so he I know he's always there in the morning. I and just, I know he disappears off. throughout the day. And a lot of the time, whatever Phineas and Ferb are doing, get him out of his problems with Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, so he sees it. Or they'll cancel each other out. Um, it's just, I, I feel like it's a very bad cover up and they just, we're just being, I don't know, because it's made to seem like a coincidence when they go in there and pick Perry. I think they could have picked any animal. And that would have been a secret agent. But they maybe that's why they but sent Perry. Like, They're like, those weird motherfuckers are going to go for the weird-ass animal. They're not going to go for the normal one. <laughs> They're going to go for the platypus. Or they all were secret agents. So no matter what they picked, they were fucked. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because it was ran <laughs> by Carl. And he took off his, like... Also, Carl being a black woman. Can we not talk about how fucked up that is? But anyways. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Carl's what? a black. He that's dresses why up like a they black were like woman. Carl would never. That's why. That's why the disguise was good. They were. You don't like, remember Carl that? Where like sometimes no. he needs to be in um disguise when he was I mean, the one who I was know at the how the store, disguise thing works, but oh my god, I don't remember him ever being a black woman. That's insane. No, he was disguised as a black. <laughs> like he would take off his like head and he would be inside like a black woman suit. <laughs> What? Which I think is crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to Google it. You guys don't remember this? Find- oh my fucking god! Yeah, actually, <laughs> did you find it? <laughs> yeah, send it. I knew it. I was oh like, I know I didn't god. make this shit up. Why did I think I was crazy for Carl's a second? And I actually- fault or do we blame Carl's boss? Because I wouldn't put it. Past I have his no boss. idea, but I just think that's so like why they choose a black woman. I know. They probably didn't think anything of it. Oh my I god. I told you. <laughs> oh my god, it. no. That's that's worse than I was picturing somehow. No, it's like it so was obviously bad. fake in my brain. Those arms are still like arms. No, it's like she's a Bro. like he's a real like black woman and then like when they leave he takes it off and it's like a suit. But before that he has like a different like voice and accent oh and everything. God. It's so bad. <laughs> I hate I hate that, like... Anyway. I don't know what that is. She's literally portrayed as, like, a nice... I don't know, like, like the mammy stereotype? Like, I... What the fuck? What? Why can't they just do the fucking Carla? <laughs> Hold on. 
like, no, no. And then they changed it later. And she and he's like, when he goes as undercover Carl, he just puts like a hat on or some shit. But fucking idiot. That's crazy that that happened. Because I never thought about it. Like, you obviously don't think about that when you're a kid. And then I feel like I saw that. And I just thought about that. And I never, like, really thought about how fucked up that is. So just now, but. Yeah. Okay. So, jumping to Cartoon Network, my absolute fave. Um, We can start off with Courage the Cowardly Dog. So, this one goes that Courage is just a normal dog that lives a normal life. Um he's never really had to fight back monsters to defend his owners but it's just like normal things that a dog goes through over the course of the day um that he faces and is absolutely horrified by them obviously because he has a limited perspective this one this one is interesting i feel like if courage a cowardly dog wasn't as like fucking weird as it is i feel like it'd be more believable but like some of the things are just disturbing you know yeah i'm like i disagree i feel like i disagree because it's like no that is some fucked up shit i don't know how in any world like okay some of them i get like you know when the monsters like come out of the drain of like the bathroom i get how that could be like a figment of your imagination but like no some of the shit he goes through courage be and it's the fact that um his owners see it too so that doesn't track yeah so, I don't watch the show in a way to say if it tracks or not, but I think this theory is hilarious because I love picturing that he is just, like, a little shaking chihuahua in, like, an old lady's lap, and, like, every fucking monster that comes by is just, like, the mailman, and he's like, oh my god, Muriel, it's the end of the world! And she's just like, yeah, yeah, courage. She's like, yeah, I get it, I know. Yeah, the world is ending, I know. The devil's coming, I got it. You know? <clears throat> like, I love that See, idea. in his world, the mailman is the devil half the time. Like, it's scary for him. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He's like, the devil is coming, Muriel. The end is nigh. And she's like, it's the fucking mailman. He's here every Thursday, buddy. Like, okay, like. I don't know. I love it. I'm looking up some of the characters, and yeah, I feel like some of these make sense, but some of them I'm just like. Uh... yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm like sometimes it is like no i think but the like that connection right there is like sometimes it is that but then sometimes it's just like some fucked up shit that's like really weird and you're like this has no correlation (laughs) to anything that could possibly be happening very imaginative (laughs) like okay (laughs) fucking look whack and uh weird yeah like that weird red cat I'm like, those things, like, yeah, that could make sense. But, like, some of some of the other ones, like, just, like, the weird floaty things that just, like, appear outside of the house. I don't know about that one. Maybe those are just bugs. You're just scared of some bugs. bugs that they have there. They're, they're fucking fireflies. <laughs> well, he's, he's a dog. Like... It could just be, like, yeah, fireflies. And he's just like, oh, my God. These things are scary. And, like, some of these things, like, some of these things make sense. Like, Eustace's foot and, like, the heads of beef and, like, whatever. But, like, some of them, like, the Vikings who try to steal the windmill, wind, wind, wind. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Things. Like, no. The wind turbine thing. I'm yes. now going to watch every single episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog and try and find a reasonable explanation for all the things happening now. 
every single one you're like this connects <laughs> because episode. he had to go to the vet and he saw exactly he was scarred i don't know some shit these because monsters are otherwise, so far courage out. is very brave. I think facing these monsters would be very brave. And then he's it's not because his love dog. for he's Muriel overpowers his fear. His love for his owner. That sounds. This like is just not like Eustace, though. A brave pup. I know. Yeah, fuck Eustace. Whatever. I don't think he counts as his owner. I think he's just his owner's husband. Because fuck that man. But um. No, I think that that overpowers. So he just has to be brave because he's like, I don't want her to die. She takes care of me. So honestly, self-preservation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you want to jump to Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Yes. Okay. Continuing on that, like again, this guys. Okay, this is similar. I think to um, Rugrats and the fact that like everyone is dead. But it's the idea, the theory that Ed and Eddie, Ed, Ed and Eddie are set in purgatory. Um, it's a great show about the impossible world in which kids are going on adventures in their neighborhood. Um, there were never any adults and they were literally just able to fuck around to their heart's content. Um, this theory suggests that the kids, all of the kids in the cul-de-sac are dead and they're all trapped in purgatory. Every child is from a different era of the history, um, and they're only occasionally bothered by the demonic canker sisters every so often. Uh, and that's why they all have green or blue tongues, have a weird complexion, um, and yeah, the canker sisters don't have the weird tongue, which is interesting, um, I've seen this one, like, expanded upon, like, where every one, like, has, like, a like a specific death explanation. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. Like, they all died in different eras. Um, so our last cartoon theory is actually for a movie, not a show. It's for Disney's Aladdin. Um... And I would like to comment now that uh, Princess Jasmine was my gay awakening. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm not an Aladdin girl. <laughs> I don't know the last time I saw Aladdin. And I I'm, yeah, I'm not really an Aladdin properly, person so. either. Sheesh. Sheesh. It's not about Aladdin. It was about Jasmine. Keep up. <laughs> I mean, she's cute. Um, but we haven't seen her in action, so we don't get it. I was it. an aerial girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, basic. Anyways, I'd love to hear the theory. Anyways, okay. Um, so the theory for Disney's Aladdin is that Aladdin occurs in a dystopian future. At first glance, one would assume Disney's Aladdin takes place sometime between 800 and 1000 AD, but that creates a few problems throughout the film. For one thing, the fez Aladdin wears wasn't invented until sometime in the 19th century. In the 19th century, but during Jasmine and Aladdin's carpet ride, uh, they pass by the Great Sphinx of Giza as it's being built, which would place them around 2500 BC. 
Um, this is nothing compared to the genie, though. From the moment he appears, he references 20th century culture, including impersonating Jack Nicholson and transforming, transforming Abu into a car. Uh, some have suggested the genie can time travel, but the thing, the first thing he says when he's freed from the lamp isn't 10,000 years will give you, oh, sorry, is 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck, but the earliest known bronze oil lamps didn't exist until 3200 BC. So Aladdin takes place, uh, has to take place at 6800 AD at the earliest. Any of that make sense? There was a lot. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's actually kind of interesting because well, it, it's like it would explain it, Agrabah too because that's not a real country like that was never a, a place that existed now it could exist yes. in the future though I don't know I like it so is it not magic then is it like a weird sci-fi angle the magic carpet's like a hoverboard but yes <laughs> wow wow guys wow okay long story short we are aladdin we live in a country that doesn't exist in history and we reference things that couldn't have possibly existed by the time we're trying to imply it is including cars various textiles Various, like, even the lamp, apparently, is too old for the time they're trying to imply. Also, there's, like, Jack Nicholson impersonations. So they're saying, like, it's the future! It's the end of the world! Um, it makes sense as to why, like, the carpet can fly. Oh, yeah, that is true. I like that. Um, cartoons are fun. <clears throat> And Cartoons are fun. While there might be a lot of theories out there, I don't know. Sometimes it's good to just appreciate something for what it is and not think too much about it. Because I feel like sometimes it can kind of ruin it or kind of make it this big thing when it's like, nah, let's just enjoy the art that we have. So, But theories are still fun to speculate opposite. about. <laughs> I was, I was thinking the opposite. I was kind of admiring how everyone else had to add some sort of extra depth to all the stories that they enjoy. I, I think like you do that as you get older because relationship with your media is interesting. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I think you do that as you get older because you you want more from the stories you had as a childhood and you're not as a child and you're not a child anymore. So it's like, this isn't enough. I need something else. But like, I don't know. I feel like for yeah. some like the Rugrats one where it's like, OK, this is obviously like a lot. It's just like, all right, you guys. So that's I wish we'd have time to get that. into some of the littler kid cartoons because let me tell you I I've, I've had to watch some very sketchy episodes of Peppa Pig in my life now and I have thoughts about them. <laughs> so one day we'll have to do them about okay, baby shows. We should do a Peppa Pig episode. Cuz that cause... show's sketch as fuck. Yes. Um Peppa Pig So like I'll, pro- like I'll have to cut it thing. for the show. Always but like dude yeah. I used to have the fucking Peppa Pig doll. Well, I didn't used to have. Ezra used to have the one that whistled until I ran it through the washing machine. And it doesn't whistle no more because that doll was a lot. Um, <laughs> but the they have, like, episodes where, like, they reference eating each other. Eating? Like. Like bacon? Yeah. Yeah. Making bacon? So, like. Making bacon so, like, with there's your... like the, the, the wolf, the wolf guy comes over, right? 
and they're they're talking about building houses and the wolf goes to daddy pig and he goes so what's your wolf what's your house made out of daddy pig which is a a reference to you know the three little pigs who the wolf is trying to blow down their house and he goes it's made of brick thank you very much don't even try which means that the wolf was like, hey, is your house made out of brick? Otherwise, I'm going to blow it down and eat you. And Daddy Pig was like, fuck off. Like, they, the fuck? they talk about eating each other sometimes. <laughs> chomp, chomp. Yeah. That's so weird. Some fucked up shit. <laughs> Come to Daddy Pig. <laughs> God, that's, that's insane. And it's not the only time, too. They do it more than once. That's crazy. I Peppa Pig, okay. I feel like yeah. is not a kid show. Like it is, but it's not. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I I really I like what goes I, on on that on Peppa Pig because I've never like watched it and I'm curious because y'all are talking all this shit about it. Like, what's going on? The only well, I have I to watch is, it. Like, I have the a Peppa Pig like whistle one. I've only seen the one clip from Peppa Pig where she like turns on the radio. Because it was a meme, and people were changing it with, like, different songs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think that, yeah, I think I like to enjoy them. Some of them, like, for example, uh, the Courage the Cowardly Dog one, like Bethany said, I think it would be kind of fun to go through that and try to come up with, like, a logical explanation to what all of these noises might be. Um, but honestly, some of them, like, just the ones where it's just, like, everyone is dead, that's that. I don't know. Those ones are, like, okay, we get it. Be you're, more creative. Yeah, literally, like, you're trying to go deep, but, like, it's not, it's not working out for you. Um, and yeah, I think we should just, like, enjoy the cartoons that we have, because, like, honestly, some of them are pretty fucked up anyways, i.e. Danny Phantom. Um, so, <laughs> Yeah. Um, any more thoughts? No, I think that's all the time we have. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I think that's all the time that we have today. Uh, join us next time for an amazing episode. So stay tuned, stay horny, and we will see you very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.